We would like to acknowledge and respect the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording as its original custodians, along with their customs, traditions, and their special relationship with the land. I feel like the trailer like just showed so little of what we're actually going to see and I'm like, ooh. Welcome to Switched On, an entertainment podcast by Swinburne University's The Standard. I'm your host, Penny Watt, and today we are discussing the highly anticipated Spider-Man No Way Home trailer released earlier this week, and it has broken the internet. So my guests today are Standard Editor and Producer of Switched On, Attitude Cutie, and Screen Production Student at Swinburne, Kiara Ariza Stellato Pleasure. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is here. It's finally here. We've been waiting for it four months, but it's here. And here with me, I have Aditi and Kiara to talk about it. So welcome, ladies. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi. Obviously, the overall reaction was positive with this trailer, but tell me about your initial reaction. So for some background, I don't really watch a lot of MCU movies. I only watch the Spider-Man ones. Like those are the only ones I actively look forward to. And also being a fan of the Tobey Maguire movies, this trailer made me extremely, extremely happy. I mean, I knew he, I knew there was there was like a leak, I think, with the three Spider-Mans there. So I seen I saw that before the trailer came out. So I was aware that that was happening. But to see like Doc Ock show up, I just Oh, it made me so happy. And I've been listening to the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack um, for two days straight now. I'm a massive like MCU fan though. So I've just like watched all of them like five times over. So like anything to do with Marvel kind of just like, I'm like, (laughs) Uh, I also like they're my comfort films. So over lockdown, I've just been watching them from like start to finish. So I did very watch the Spider-Man ones, uh, but not the old ones. Um, So I actually haven't seen the old ones in a while. I wasn't the biggest fan of the um, Andrew Garfield ones. Oh, me neither. But yeah. It's the same. I was Toby Maguire and Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I I prefer the new ones um, overall. The old ones, obviously OG, but you know, when you watch them and compare them now, it's kind of like a little more relevant, I guess. But yeah, seeing the the multiverse and like from the other films as well, I was like, that's really cool. (laughs) I'm like really excited. Like just like a little bit of a hint from it. I'm like, okay, cool. I love multiverse stories in general in anything. Like if you want to get me hooked onto any piece of media whatsoever, add a multiverse in it and I'm I'm there. I'm present. So uh, like to see this incorporated into Spider-Man, because it was in Into the Spider-Verse as well. Yeah, I was just thinking that as well. <laughs> which in my opinion is the greatest superhero movie of all time. To see that incorporated into the new Spider-Man movie, I'm, I'm super excited. I literally, I think I watched the trailer I watched the leaked one actually on a bus on the way to doing some babysitting and it was like so blurry and I just couldn't see it and I was like what is happening and I wasn't sure if it was like absolutely accurate because you know Sony hadn't released it um, yet but then when the actual official one came out I was like oh my goodness and when Dr. Ock came out and he said, you know, hello, Peter. He said it so well. I was like, literally, I'm sold. This movie's going to be the best thing ever. And I've been watching like reactions to the trailer and I've been, you know, following up on all the theories, which we're going to touch on a little bit. But we know Green Goblin is pretty much confirmed for this movie, but we didn't see him in the flesh. But we saw, you know, his iconic little ball and everyone just absolutely freaked out. 
So um, Green Goblin has always been one of my favourites. So yeah, what do you guys think about that? I I feel like it was Willem Dafoe's laugh as well. I I can't, like, I'll have to go back and make sure, but I'm pretty sure it was Willem Dafoe's laugh. No one else can do that laugh. No. no. I feel like the trailer, like, just showed so little of what we're actually going to see. And I'm like, Mm. oh, we're going to have so many. I just feel like we're going to have, like, so many more surprises when we're actually watching it as well. So (laughs) I'm excited. And the trailer didn't even have um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it. Like, we know know that that's kind of... I was looking through the cast. I'm like, they're not there, but, like, surely. They haven't been announced officially. (sighs) They're being um, really sick. Which is stupid because, like, we know it's happening. (laughs) I really don't know if it is, though, because... Did yeah. you see that interview with Andrew? And he's like, there's nothing to ruin, bro. Like, there's nothing. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I think, I don't, I really am Andrew not Garfield sure. Andrew Garfield is not Tom Holland. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that just makes me think, oh, is there going to be, like, three more, more films doing the multiverse then? <laughs> oh, dude, when they're coming. That'll get my money. They should do it. They'll, they'll they should just so do lots of films and eventually, like, introduce every single make character. Make a TV show. Make Just just get Spider-Man on his own. Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. Um, exactly. <laughs> just do his own. They thing. actually could. It's so huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's crazy because... Um, when Dr. Ock said the Hello Peter line, everyone's saying that must be directed to Tobey Maguire. Like, you wouldn't say it like that if it was towards Tom Holland. Like, it's more of a familiar sort of Hello Peter. So that people are that. like, yeah, people are just picking up on that thing because Tobey Maguire wasn't in the trailer and they're desperate for him to be in the movie. They're like, okay, it must be Tobey Maguire. Like, he's speaking to Tobey Maguire. I really hope it is. I hope it's that and not just him, like, recognising the costume. Or he is pretty smart, so he might even just be aware of the multiverse. That's what I'm so thinking as well. Even, like, there's a lot of, like, if it was someone like... Um, I don't know, the Sandman who kind of doesn't really have, um, you know, a massive science career behind him. I, I could understand if it was like directed at Tobey Maguire, Peter, but I feel like Doc Ock is smart enough to put two and two together as well. That being said, I really hope it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope it's true. Speaking of Doc Ock, is it just me or did either of you find him really attractive? Because I did. I, <laughs> I can't say I agree. <laughs> But he looked really, like, aesthetic. I don't know how to explain it. He looked aesthetic. And I was like, he looked better than the other films, but he looked Botoxed as well. Yes. I think they've done <laughs> yes. some editing to his they've, face or something. They've done something. I don't know what it is. It's probably the hair as well. I don't know what it is, but he looks so... Okay, well, you guys don't agree with me, but he looks dashing, okay? I, I, and I've never <laughs> I've never felt this way about Doc Ock before. <laughs> it was it very much new. He does look younger. He does look very, but he doesn't look so young that it's like, you know what I mean? I think he just looks finessed, like they've like given him a fresh cut. Yeah. And he looks fitter, like he's yes. in better shape. Yes. You know? Yes. That Definitely. is so funny. Editing, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is going to be released onto Spotify. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, fine. I'm fine with everyone knowing this. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I know my preferences. Yeah. It might be his class. Putting it out there. It might be his smarts. I know what I like. Maybe it's the tentacles. And I'm not afraid to... No, it's probably not that. Probably not the tentacles. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to think about that one a little bit. Sleep on that, that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Have you guys heard the um theories about Doctor Strange? I'll be honest. I haven't looked at any of the theories. I don't like looking at them because I, I, like, spoil stuff for myself. Oh, I, I do you want me to not say anything? Happens. No, it's fine. I just get disappointed when stuff don't happen. <laughs> I get too hyped up. Well, that's why I don't want to, like... I'm really worried that Andrew and Toby won't be in the movie. So I don't want to like hype it up too much. But um, yeah, Doctor Strange, they're saying that, like, why is he so keen to help Peter with like the spell? 
when he told Wanda not to mess with the timeline and all this. And now he's like so keen to help Peter. Everyone's thinking maybe it's like Loki in disguise. Well, are you guys familiar with the comic book storyline that this movie is based on? No, no. You take me through it because I don't know anything about the comics okay. really. Um, so this was probably in around 2008, uh, basically during the comic book Civil War storyline. Peter voluntarily unmasks himself because he's on Iron Man's side. So he does it voluntarily without realizing that it's put a massive, massive target on his head because he has, by that point, has a massive roster of villains who have personal vendettas against Spider-Man because let, let's be honest, Spider-Man is kind of a bully. He, he bullies them while he like beats them. Like he's really mean. <laughs> he's really mean. I love Spider-Man, but he's really mean. And so he unmasks himself without realizing that he's put the lives of his loved ones in danger. At first it's okay because Tony Stark does protect him, but over time in that storyline, he realizes that the pro-registration and open identity side, it doesn't sit right with him. So he tries to escape and he gets MJ, who he's married to at the time, Ooh. and Aunt May, out of he, he smuggles them out of the Stark Tower, which is where they're in hiding, and gets them elsewhere. So he basically puts a target on himself by revealing his identity to the world. And this kind of ends in Kingpin, um, who hasn't been introduced, I don't, I don't think, in any of the movies no. so far. No, yeah. Basically uh, puts a hit out on, on him, and it, the bullet gets to Aunt May instead, and she's dying. He initially actually goes to Doctor Strange to try and reverse this happening. Doctor Strange turns him down. He initially gets an offer for help from a Marvel villain named Mephisto, who is one of the many, <gasps> the many demons, the many Satans of the Marvel Universe. And Mephisto basically uh, changes it so Peter never revealed his identity. However, the circumstances, like so much in the past before him revealing his identity had to change in order for that decision to take place. He has to give up his relationship with MJ in order to make this happen. Like he has to give something in return. And when it all entirely resets itself and he and MJ are divorced now, his Aunt May doesn't know his identity anymore. Some of his friends are alive again. And it was- That's what this movie is, right? Well, kind of, but the interesting thing is that this is every spider-man fan's least favorite story arc it is so bad Aww. the outrage that it caused at the time was amazed like huge mm. and um it's still like controversial to this day because it like spider-man has not recovered from the storyline that happened over 10 years ago now i think it's gonna be better though i think that's it, it'll yeah. be really cool to see mephisto in this movie i think they'll carry it out over a couple movies not just one i really don't think it's gonna be one but it's it's the third movie in the in like a sort of trilogy because like with the last ones it was three yeah so like I don't know I hope they make more but I don't yeah. know well like Thor's on it's like fourth or fourth one isn't it fifth one true because yeah. Tyke picked it up yeah and they want to make more yeah. <laughs> they could they could just make as many as they want and like you know, really it's also the previous ones I think the actor contracts run out that's why it's extended yeah. at three also this one wasn't an origin story for him there it started off with him like in other films and then kind of like you mm. know just continuing his story and I feel like the second one like the far from home one was almost like a beginning to like more of his adventure kind of thing mm. I feel like there is room to like keep making more and I feel like they did, might have done that on purpose and the multiverse like it's just so much to explore and I feel like they might not even explore all of it like Peter Parker is a teenager there is so yeah. much you can do with him 
like yeah he's been a teenager in the past three movies so like in other ones (laughs) well in other ones like Toby Maguire got married to him either he was like 25 by the last one or something like that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I I mean there's still the thing is like obviously Spider-Man in the comics kept going despite the fact that he was married like there's still so much that you can do I think they were trying for a child before the like civil war stuff happened so um, but that's why I like the um, multiverse because there's like lots of different Spider-Mans doing that. And but for now, we can just focus on like the fun teenage one and like he's like fun, fresh character. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this movie did feel like more like a climax rather than an ending because, mm. like, yeah, because I mean, this trailer. I don't know um, if you guys felt the same way, but I felt it was a lot darker than the yes. other Spider-Man movies. Like, it, it was like a darker a tone. Bit. Peter wasn't as silly. He was just kind of he was more serious. Like, he was like handcuffed to the desk, and mm. he's like, oh, he was like, he seemed like he'd grown up quite a bit. Character development. I think one thing, one of the things I really like about the first two, like Spider-Man: um, Far From Home and Homecoming, is that they are so lighthearted. It's if. It feels like a teen movie more than a superhero movie. Yeah, that's what it was meant to be then. Yeah, that's what that's why I really liked it so much. And I kind of am hoping that this movie is also going to still go along those lines. Cause if it ends up being a bit darker and more of a traditional like story about responsibility, which Spider-Man does very well all the time. It'll be a bit of both. I think it'll be a bit of both, but I won't enjoy Hopefully. it as much. Yeah. yeah, the reason why Homecoming was such a success was because it was genuinely funny. Like, it was mm. genuinely like a comedy, like a teen comedy movie. Is it the same director doing all these three? Because it seems like a director shift. Like, the but they can, like, movies. change it up as much as they want. Like, look at Thor. Like, obviously, it was Taika Waititi and he, like, took over. I wasn't that fan of the first two. I thought they were kind of, like, not that great. Even Thor, like, in, like, the Avengers, like, after that, or, like, just even a bit before that, he was kind of, like, a funny character. And, like, it's, like, same as Guardians of the Galaxy, how they kind of, like, put those two together a little bit because, like, they're both kind of on the same kind of level of, like, tone. So I think they can honestly just change it up as much as they want. It is the same director, just to confirm. Oh, John great. Watts. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Well, he did a good job with the other two, so, like, yeah. the casting is always good as well, I have to say. Yeah. Very good. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Keaton both did great jobs as the villains mm. of the first two movies. I'm very interested in seeing like it would be super cool if Tom Holland's Spider-Man's villain was not one of his traditional villains roster but it ended up being J. Jonah Jameson and and just like the abuse that he's suffering on the hands of like this talk show guy I I feel like that would be a super interesting thing to explore instead of it being like the vulture or someone traditional because we've already got we've got Doc Ock you've got Green Goblin and like I don't doubt that a new villain could match up with them but they're just so iconic I feel like a new Mm. villain would just be forgotten true well for them to bring back old ones is like why everyone's getting so hyped up they're like my brother isn't really like he watched homecoming but he didn't really watch far from home he's a bit behind in the spider-man movies but he heard that the old um villains are coming back from the original so it's getting these kind of like older generations back into spider-man so they get like Mm. a wider audience which is Mm. ah true that's actually Smart. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really smart. I would not have watched the trailer if I didn't know like Toby Maguire's movies were involved in it. Like, <laughs> I reckon they're gonna do so much in the post. Like, I just reckon they have to do more than one film exploring the multiverse. I feel like that's that's another thing because I remember the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is the Andrew Garfield movie. One yeah. of the big, I, I do not, I genuinely don't remember it. Um, but I remember one of the big complaints around it when the, at the time it came out was that it was just too full of stuff. Like they t- tried adding too much. It just wasn't as big a deal, that series. Like, I know there's still Andrew Garfield fans, 
like there's heaps but I just it don't think it was as yeah. big yeah I think the right move was with Tom Holland's one was putting him in like the Avengers and like the MCU universe like first and that made it so much bigger and so much more like potential because like all the other Spider-Man movies are so standalone as someone who's more into Spider-Man than the Marvel Universe in general, like, I prefer the standalone movies in general. Uh, like, I mean, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, I'm, I've made no secret of it. Uh, they're some of my all-time favourite movies. I said Into the Spider-Verse is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Spider-Man 2 of 2004 is the second greatest. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, like, within the MCU, I can understand why they've done Spider-Man the way they did. And it makes a lot of sense. That being said, Spider-Man's always kind of traditionally been the entry point for a lot of people into the universe. And I do wish going forward that he's given more prominence in the MCU because Spider-Man's always kind of been the face of Marvel. He's always Mm. been, it's hard to remember that now with the MCU happening. He's always been like, he was one of the first heroes. He was always been the highest selling and he's had Mm. the most diverse roster of villains and supporting characters. So, but that's what I think. Like, I reckon, like, the multiverse is gonna go into the Avengers movies and, like, go more into that. And I think that's gonna be, like, such a big, like, that's gonna oh, be, like, yeah. the, most, the villain kind of thing. Phase that's- four is pretty much all multiverse. I mean, we saw it in, like, and, like, I know, Editor, you're not um, watching, like, the Marvel stuff as much, but, like, WandaVision and Loki touched on it. I've been listening to Switched On enough to know this. <laughs> yeah, they're all touching on the multiverse. Like, Loki, WandaVision, like, yeah. like, the only one that didn't was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that didn't actually do as well as the other ones. So yeah. the multiverse is selling. Uh, so they, I think they're going to keep using that a lot. And I think now they've just announced another Avengers movie. And I think the multiverse is going to be a big part of it and yeah. as well. Yeah, well, they've got all the new Avengers now and, like, three of them are dead. Um, yeah, what are they going to do with Black Panther? Because they said they're not they're not recasting him and they're not going to use Sky. I have no idea what they're going to do. I think they're killing him but off. They're doing another Black Panther movie, aren't they? Yeah, I think he was in it. I think they did get, he did get oh. to film some of it and he might just die halfway through. And they're going to do like a tribute and it'll be like a similar kind okay. of tribute to Chadwick. Yeah, because um, there were like yeah. the um, fan-made Avengers 5 poster came out and it had Black Panther on it. And I was like, how is that going to work? Because I mean, they do film it like well in advance. Yeah. Well, he did actually come back in the What If episode that aired last week. He did the voice of his character for that. So he must have recorded that ages ago. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's, it's too much for my brain. It's too much to comprehend, like, with the multiverse. I'm always like, okay, I don't need to know, like, all this, if this happened or whatever. Like, I don't know. Imagine being into the comics. If this is Yeah, that's why I'm not, because it's, like, too much. Like, I can't. Can we rank Spider-Man villains um, in order of hotness? Because right. I feel like that's Go an important it. conversation. So, number one, Doc in the not, Number one isn't Dr. Ock. Um, okay. You're uh, about numbers, Lady one. Doc Ock is also... Um, a fantastic addition, I think. Is there a Lady Dog? Lady Dog Og? Is there a Lady one? In the and in, in Into the Spider Verse. Oh, there's, um, there's a Lady. The there's also oh, Spider Gwen. Yeah. There's also Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen's not a villain. No, I'm just saying, like, there's there is like lady versions of everyone. Yeah, but yes, yeah, <laughs> there is. Um, but yeah, Lady Doc Ock, number two, Doc Ock, number three, William Defoe's Green Goblin. As Green Goblin. <laughs> James Franco. I mean, I know James Franco was bad, but like, what is this list? Yeah. James I Franco. I, I understand it, but he had a bit of a. Wait, what about Jake Gyllenhaal? Also oh, a creep. Jake, Gyllenhaal. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, we can put him number four. Hmm. Venom, but not the dude who played like Brock. The 
Spider-Man 3, emo Spider-Man Venom. Oh. I'm not talking about the guy who played his human form. I'm talking about the black substance. Oh, he was hot. The blonde dude. No, I'm talking about the black substance. Um, that's what I'm putting Good on ball. my list. From that 70s show? That was him. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, it was too. No, I thought he was great. I thought he was great. I just think the um, the black suit was just better looking in my personal I think, yeah, I think the actual alien is so sexy. It's yeah, the blob. actual alien, the little blob. It was the blob great. back in number like one. Number one, that blob <laughs> is number the one. Blob. <laughs> you guys reckon Venom will be in it at all? In anything to do with Spider-Man? Uh, I feel like lizard. he needs was the lizard in the trailer. Oh. oh, the lizard. He was in the Andrew Garfield one. I think he's from the Andrew Garfield movies, yeah. I don't know the Andrew Garfield that one as well. That was so bad. And his arm got cut off or whatever. And he grew up back because he's a lizard. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a lizard. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they do. <laughs> I, I feel like there's potential in that. But I don't know if I'd class him in my list. You know what I mean? Oh, and also Jamie Foxx was in the second one. Oh, yes. he should go higher up. He should go higher up. Yeah, see, I wasn't really, like, excited with the return of Electro. I was like, okay. I'm not excited with the return of Electro, but I do love Jamie Foxx. So I'm happy to have him in the movie. I don't think the Amazing Spider-Man villains were that all that special. Like, all the original ones were good. But, yes. Um, I'm trying to remember who the villains from the animated movie were, but they have to, like, they have to go on top, right? There was a girl one, like Black Cat or something like that. Oh, she's, I don't know. Oh, was she in the show? Was she in any of the movies? No, just the comics. She was in the comics. She's definitely, yeah, if we're counting comic book villains, absolutely, she will be. Um, well, she's number one, obviously. <laughs> she's but number one. She's very like. <laughs> Thank goodness someone goes above Dr. Ock. She's the Spider-Man version of Catwoman. In my personal opinion, I think she's more attractive than Catwoman. I don't know. Halle, Halle Berry as Catwoman is just kind of like. Okay, that's different though, and we're not counting. We're not counting Batman villains in our list of Spider-Man villains. Sorry, so like we can't include Halle Berry's Catwoman, unfortunately. Maybe if a DC Marvel collaboration happens, uh, which it never will, that will never never will. Sure, I don't want to go into it, but I just wish I could rewrite the entire DC cinematic universe from scratch by myself. Mind Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Wonder Woman and Batman, the the Christian Bale Batman's. No, I didn't the like Christopher those. Nolan ones. I hate. You I didn't hated like those them? movies. I hated them. Not even um the Dark Knight. It's a good movie, but it's a terrible Batman movie. It's, also, it's Man of Steel. Man so of Steel. Bad. We don't talk about that. It's I, a I don't terrible like Man movie. Of Steel. And yeah. the reason, okay, so I was always more into DC than Marvel, um, not because of the movies, clearly, but mm-hmm. Man of Steel uh, is bad because Zack Snyder is an Ayn Randian. Uh, so mm. he believes in objectivism. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that philosophy, but it's basically an every man for himself capitalist philosophy. You can't write superheroes like that. Ooh. I don't like when they put politics into like any superhero. Well, movie. I, I, I don't mind. Out. I don't mind politics being in it. Obviously, it worked really well for Black Panther, but um, you can't write a superhero movie where the superhero doesn't care about people. Yeah, like I think uh, with the political thing, like. I don't mind it as long as it's relevant. Um, and if you've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I actually really liked, a lot of people like it wasn't didn't like it that much, but I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's obviously more of an action-packed, different area of the MCU. Like Loki's more fantasy kind of stuff, and like I can enjoy both. It's going to be more relevant, like in the films as well, because mm-hmm. it had the Valentina, I forgot her other names from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Um, in it. And also in the Black Widow post-cred scenes. So I think that's going to be more in it. And like the new, or not anymore, um, Captain America. It touched on, you know, him being like a black man in America and kind of like touched on that kind of relevant politicalness. And I kind of thought it was kind of funny because he was talking to someone who was born in like the 1920s or whatever about it. And like trying to, a white dude 
trying to explain it to a white dude born in the 1920s and stuff like that. That's so, so true. I didn't even think about that. Like he was probably yeah. racist. Let's be real. There's no way he, he wouldn't have been. It reminds me of Winter Soldier, I think, where um, Sam had to explain a lot of that, like very subtly to Steve as well. But Steve like didn't even seem to even think it yeah. was a, like he just kind like, of like no accepted everything well yeah. he just kind of accepted everything and like at face value with regards to like issues uh like especially around sexism and that kind of thing but at the same time like you expect that of steve rogers you don't really expect steve the wasn't same. problematic though. yeah you don't really expect the same of bucky barnes who has had a slightly different storyline <laughs> in terms of like politics in the movies it's it's not even going to play a big role because this is disney and they're not going to do anything to shake up the status quo well that's why like, i was surprised when, I did, when they did it with falcon the winter soldier well they can oh. they can afford to do it uh it on a on a streaming service more than right. a blockbuster movie which is going to be seen by a lot more people disney plus is there's a relatively higher barrier for entry we can also tell see a difference in like the past films with the avengers um and the mcu with um the way women are perceived and like they're I think it's because the change of directors and like Me everything like has happened since Black um, Widow. Yeah, but also Black Widow had no personality whatsoever apart from being sexy and a badass mm-hmm. until Literally. Avengers Infinity War, basically. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell the difference. And like even just the way like there is sex appeal, but I do feel like it's more female gazy kind of thing. And that's why yeah. like a lot of like queer women talking about Black Widow being like, oh, this is kind of sexy. But like from my point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think um, I mean I haven't seen Black Widow obviously but at the time Wonder Woman came out it was kind of revolutionary in how it portrayed a female superhero there was really nothing else like it the way it was shot was also what you talk about that female gazy thing like she was clearly like it was very strong but in a way that like women can kind of look up to I remember crying mm. in the cinema I don't know about you guys but I cried when I watched it it was very good it was very good I think her costume a big thing with me is um costumes because yeah, we've seen, I like, like, like widow's costume change mm. oh the heel yeah. okay yeah heels are bad I hate when they put um girls in heels mm. in superhero movies mm. I think though the that Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman costume was definitely better than the original it was a little bit more protection little mm. bit but she was still wearing like nothing i don't yeah, know no, like i, agree, I feel like I realistically she'd be wearing an iron man suit <laughs> yeah like she really wants to be protected like she needs like full armor i think um brie larson as uh captain marvel which is not a movie i've seen but at least i understand good. the casting choice i feel like that was a good decision because she's like really strong like well-built and yeah. um like her costume's healthy. pretty like her costume um, is hardy yeah it's um, good. She got a haircut. And like every, such, a, a haircut. such a nice break in. from like Black Widow's cat suit in Iron Man 2. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's terrible. It's synthetic. It does. Is there's no like, she's got to get it's cut. Literally. Like, if someone yeah. swings a knife at her, it'll get cut. Everyone online hates Captain Marvel. There was a lot of sexist vitriol going on. Yeah, about. that's what I mean. I don't know what it is about her, but everyone hated her. I just think they got mad about the haircut. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it is. Speaking of costumes, um, did you guys notice a bit of a change to Spider-Man's costume? Yes. In the trailer? The black, the black costume. Yeah. He had that in the second one though, in Europe. Was that at the very end where he got a new costume? He made it himself. Yeah, it was true. Yeah, he made it himself. right. Yeah. Uh, you can see he has like five different ones in this one. Yeah. And he has like three different different costumes. 
I mean, I know it's different because he gets all of his costumes from Stark Tech effectively now, right? So, like, I know it's slightly different, but they felt a bit ugly. They felt a I bit much. I didn't like it. I didn't like, I didn't like it. I didn't like I, I don't like want it to be his too- main suit. I don't mind it as a side thing, but like, mm. I don't like them going too far off. Like, I, he needs his iconic red suit, really. Mm. I like the, the second, the first one that Mr. Stark, why am I saying that? Iron Man gave him. I think that was a good one. But then, like, I guess, like, the metal one's more practical. Oh, my gosh. You know something else? Okay. So, in the scene, in the trailer, where um, Dr. Ock goes, hello, Peter, and then the camera cuts to Peter, and he's in a suit, and then he changes into his yeah. Spider-Man costume. Now, that suit I saw in a video is, like, the exact same as Tobey Maguire's suit. Oh. Are they even the same size? How did... Tom Holland is a know, small man. I it's, like, the same. <laughs> Tobey Maguire's not that big either. Well, Tobey Maguire can't be as short as Tom. Like, Tom Holland is. Tom Holland's I, pretty short. Isn't he like a baby? Isn't he like 20 or something? Like he's a child. No, he's, he's like mid-20s. What? He's 23, yeah. He seems like a child though. What? He's That's what I can't do. There what? are some people like that when like, yeah, when people say they like Tom Holland and I'm like, but he's like a child. I forget that he's like, same as um, Timothy Chalamet for me as well. Seems like a child. Timothy M. Night Chalamet. is perpetually 18 as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Um, I don't know what it is. They just look so and little. when he gets cast as like older characters, he's quite I'm like, why would you? Yeah, but like 16 year olds can be tall. Like they can, and they look like noodles as well. He's got, he's got the build of a 16 year old for sure. Oh, poor Timothy. (laughs) Um, Not, not the biggest fan of him, but he's a good actor. I'll give him that. Yeah, I I agree. He's a very good actor, but I'm not a fan of him either. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy making fun of him. I have nothing against him. (laughs) He was good in Little Women. He was great in Little Women. Oh, I actually didn't like him in Little Women. Oh, you didn't? Did you like Christian Bale in the same role? I don't think I've liked any of the casting choices for Teddy, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like the best version of Teddy was the anime version of Little Women. <laughs> there was an anime version. There's of an anime Little version Women. of Little Women Little and Women. it's fantastic. I'm not surprised at all. It's a, it's really wholesome, traditional, like it's, it's a direct adaptation of the books. Super wholesome. It looks kind Is of like a, a Ghibli Japanese movie. studio? Yeah. I've never watched anime. I'm not into it, but you know, I might actually watch that. I don't know how I found it because I'm not into anime either. So I don't know how I watched it. You strike me as an anime watcher. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't watch it. I only watch Pokemon. That's the only thing I keep on top of. But I don't. I used to be obsessed with Pokemon. I I am. It was me. I used to watch um, Astro Boy. Did you ever watch Astro Boy? I was just about to say Astro Boy and Pokemon. I was obsessed with both of them when I was growing up. Got a bit of a story about Astro Boy. Um, yeah. Do you guys remember the 3D animated movie that they tried yes. to make? Yes. The voice actor for Astro Boy in that movie. I had a crush on him from the age of 12 to 18. Wow. Who was he? <laughs> the, the guy who played Charlie and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> oh, he's famous. He's still gone. The good doctor. Yeah, he's in the good doctor now. Oh, th- yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. And like the, the Bates, the Bates movie. The, Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. He was fantastic. He was actually fantastic in Bates Motel. He did a great he plays job. Really well. He plays Norm- Norman Bates really well. But uh yeah, no, my entire my entire adolescence was um just being in love with him. I was, I was in love with Astro Boy, Boy when I was like five. Same. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so embarrassing. <laughs> the cartoon. No, yes, this, is, this is valid. I'm glad we all have some degree of attraction to Astro Boy. That's so embarrassing. 
It's all right. I've had weirder crushes. Um, Android 18 from Dragon Ball Z, I think, is a great example. I never saw it. Never saw it. Yeah. Uh, she's just, she's a hot robot lady. And that was my first crush. So <laughs> um, uh, let's move on before I tell my worst, more embarrassing ones. Oh, no, that is terrible. That's her. That's my wife. We got married. 18's my wife. Any last thoughts on the trailer? What did we think? And um, how are we feeling about the release of Spider-Man No Way Home in December? So excited. My body is ready. Except like, oh, it's in December. Like, come on. I know. It's, it feels yeah, like such it's a later party. release for us as well. We yeah. get it on Boxing Day and America gets it on the 17th. Everyone's going to be talking about it and spoiling it. We have to like, go off the internet. Yeah, I know. Don't go on TikTok. I'm really, really good at avoiding spoilers and that kind of thing. And like, yeah. obviously, Marvel doesn't end up on my feed, so I have no, I have no clue. So I'm fine. I'm fine. You're lucky. It's my whole feed. I'm also excited for Venom. I can't wait for Venom. I've never. I didn't see Venom. Is that in the MCU? Oh, uh, it's sort of. It's a bit like Deadpool, so it's a bit uh, okay. Like yeah. interesting. I can see them bringing it in there. Like, yeah, I, I feel like, like I remember watching it, and I feel like it was pretty like primed to be. Um, easily inserted into especially the second one because getting a lot of hype I feel like the first one didn't get much hype I didn't even know it existed to be honest I remember watching it I don't genuinely do not remember the movie but I remember really enjoying it when I did see it but I could say the same for Spider-Man Far From Home I will be devastated if Toby and Andrew are not in the movie I will admit to that no I won't be because it just means they will be in more so it's fine I'm not They're convinced. I'm not convinced of the multiple movie thing, but I love living with my head in the sand. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want Toby to be in it. Andrew doesn't have to be in it, but Toby needs. Please, he needs to show. I don't. Up. I don't mind Andrew being in it because, um, I mean, it, it it won't bring me any joy. But I know a lot of people really liked him because he looked looked nice. Yeah. And if one um, of them's going to be in it, they're both going to be in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll just suck if he's not in it. I do wish Miles Morales was in this movie as well. And I, I feel like well, they, they, they missed they a Well, they said that the, um, the woman in the car that Peter's talking to in the trailer, they're like, maybe that's Miles Morales' mum. That would be great if she, it was. Yeah, but cool. I hope they actually have Miles in the movie. You know what I mean? Like as Spider-Man. No, but yes. they could easily do like a live action version of him. That's um, true. Because it's a multiverse. So. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Well, thanks very much, guys. This is very you. fun. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much, Adizzy and Kiara, for being my guests to talk about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. You can watch Spider-Man No Way Home when it will be released on Boxing Day in Australia. This episode of Switched On was hosted and researched by me, Kenny Watt, edited by Jane McLucas and produced by Adizzy Cutie. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and TikTok at Swim Journalism, Instagram at Swinburne Journalism or check out our website at theswinstandard.net. Thanks for listening.